Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture, and then we talk about it, and I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And I caught you mid-drink. Yeah, but it's okay, we're here. <laughs> we're watching the Pirates of Darkwater. We are. It's a show that people vaguely remember, but I don't know a single soul who actually watched. I sure, I know I didn't, I think. <laughs> this I, feels like it was on, like, USA in the afternoon or something. You didn't have a USA network at the time. Probably not. Uh, I distinctly remember the scene where Ren slides his broken sword at that lady, but I don't remember much else from this entire show. I have no re- The monkey bird seems vaguely familiar. You could be just conflating that with Abu because they're the same noise and actor. Uh, yeah, Frank Welker, um, luckily they got him for this before he became a millionaire making that noise, being that <laughs> monkey. With the Aladdin and the various spin-offs in the television show in the Kingdom Hearts and what have you. Right. That cartoon was pretty good. It wasn't bad. If I remember remembering correctly, which I may not be. I mean, if I remember from when they came out, I also liked the sequels. I'm sure those aren't great. Return of Jafar is okay. I don't know that I've seen the third one all the way through. Uh, well, Jason Alexander's in that one. And maybe in the other one? Or is he in Return of Jafar? I don't or know is which, he just in the show? I don't know which Jason Alexander is. Jason Alexander is George from... Yeah, I don't know oh. what character he plays. He is, uh, I think he's in Return of Jafar. He's the one who finds Jafar's, oh, yeah. that little guy. He's the... Ab- Abysmal? Is, his, is that his name? Abysmal, Abysmal, I think. But it's like Abysmal. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, it's also vaguely Arabic sounding. Yeah. Probably racist. That's definitely a name they would have given a bad guy on Star Wars, too, or a, at some point. Or a Power Rangers villain. <laughs> you know, because his name is, like, Maul, but in his brother's, like, Savage. <laughs> But it's both savage, you know. Right, his names, her, their names are different. This one's Savage Opress. I mean, excuse me, Savage Opress. This one's Darth Maul. I mean, Darth Maul doesn't have a last name, but his brother does. <laughs> hey, fuck you, that's why. <laughs> Alright, fair. Where's Maul's last name? I don't know. It's not his brother's last name. That's yeah, true. Well, sometimes brothers got different last names. There's my- a story there that we weren't told. There's still time. That's true. They're never going to stop making Star Wars stuff, so... Nah, it's hard. To stop making it? Yeah. yeah make so much money. I keep giving it to them. Yeah, I know. I bought the Star Wars radio drama Return of the Jedi on cassette. <laughs> because I'd never seen it in real life before, and I got very sure. excited, and I had $8. Although I don't think Star Wars got that because it was a used copy of it. But anyway, I just thought you would be excited for me. I am. Very, very much so. So, we open up. And if you remember from the last episode, we actually have to recap these, because... They matter? Yeah. Before, we'd just be like, here's a new thing that's happening. Don't worry about last episode. It didn't fucking matter, because we returned to the status quo. <laughs> Here we got an actual episodic thing. Tula and Ayaz think that Ren's dead. Uh, Ren is not, but he did get a number two treasure, and Ayaz and That is not a euphemism for poops. <laughs> he got the second treasure. That's true. I should have phrased that different. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you meant because he's covered in that stuff. I was like, I don't think it's poop he's covered in. No, he's covered in something like ambergris. I think they called it orca paste. Yeah, something like that. Which is, yeah, probably like ambergris. But Ayaz and Tula are chasing after Conk, who has the compass and the first treasure. And they're going to his city. Jaunty town. John, John to town. Jaundice town. Jaundice Everybody town. has hepatitis here. Bunch of yellow folks. It's where the Simpsons live. <laughs> That's right. 
So Ayaz and Tula are chasing Konk to the city, and the very end of last episode, Ren got eaten by the ship that Loth has, the, the Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Thank you. Doesn't seem like it was on purpose. That was completely completely accidental that well, he got eaten by the I think ship. maybe they ate him on purpose, but they didn't know it was him. So it was a coincidence, not an accident. Yes. Okay. They just eat any ship that that pulls up next to them, their boat just... Yeah, there's a in. rich inner life below the decks. Yeah, this ship it has real TARDIS energy. Yeah. And it's made of bones. Yes. Bones of the people it ate. I guess so. So we open up and we are sailing towards a, a, a an island that has like a weird wall ridge of rocks. I think this is Town. Yeah. And we see Konk and uh, Tula and Ayaz running away from one another. Now, Sky, yesterday in my adventuring and, and going to collector shops, I saw a bit of, I showed you the picture, of the, a bit of a, a Pirates of Dark Water toy. Yes. And it's a sail from a ship, and it says real big on it, Pirates of Dark Water. Yes. Now, I noticed none of these sails say Pirates of Dark Water on them in this, in this show. We've only ever seen it from the front. It's pasted on the back, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Because in the, in the toy, it's on the front. This is a manufacturing mistake? Yeah. Oh, okay. Must be. It also doesn't look, it, the picture you sent me does not look like the sail they have here at all. Not at all. Just, it was just a regular square and not an omega symbol. Yeah, it's just, it was just like a folded, uh, rounded rectangle. Yeah. Fold, you know the old foldy, roundy rectangle? <laughs> the round bus. Yeah. Take we're, that, math jokes. Yeah, we were good at calculus or <laughs> geometry, or whichever one's the shape one. Geometry. <laughs> None of them are important in real life. That's true. Except for squares. They come up a lot. Everything's squared or rectangular. Is it really, though? Yeah, I mean, look at all your DVDs and your yeah, but, posters and your... Yeah, but when everything have, is squared. Yeah, but when do I have to figure out the fucking surface area of a DVD case? You don't. I'm just exactly. saying shapes are a thing that come up yeah, a lot. shapes are a thing everywhere. That's how... It, yeah, and that's geometry. Yeah, but we don't have to know that. We just let it happen. You just let life happen. You don't have to know why. You don't know why the front of this is this big. Quick. What is the name of a 20-sided object? Uh, nerd dice. Well, yes, but what's the actual mathematical Is it dodecahedron? Name? No, that's 12. Son of a bitch. I don't know. It's an icosagon. Oh, good or for you. A, if it's a 3D object, it be an icosahedron. Are you trying to impress me? No, okay. it's just a thing I know off the tip top of my brain. Well, I could say lots of things that I just know, but... We were talking about maths and, and geometry. Anyway, Tula and Ayaz are chasing down a boat. Apparently this is Ayaz's favorite place. And Tula's like, this place fucking sucks. We're gonna get robbed or stabbed or something. But you can really see the just uh, remembering and, and, and uh, longing in his eyes that he, he likes it here. Ayaz doesn't have, like, his eyes are just jet black. He doesn't have pupils or anything. Ren's eyes are a lovely blue and Tula's eyes are That's green. That's he's the hero. So while they pull into port, we jump over to the Maelstrom. Yes, yes, the Maelstrom. And we see, like, what were they called? We, you and I would call them a dragon. Yeah. But if we lived on this wacky planet, you'd call them a Dagron. Right. A misspelled dragon. Yes. <laughs> we see some Dagron riders who aren't great at it. One dude's fallen off and the, the other's, like, in the lead. I don't know. They're chasing each other around in a, in a practice formation. Then we cut inside the Maelstrom where there's j the... Maelstrom has, like, a mouth and a beak. Yeah, it'll chomp you up. Yeah, and apparently that's just an open hole, because here we are on the inside, and you can see sky out of it, so you can probably escape. I mean, you wouldn't have, like, a ship, but, like, you can see out of it. Yeah. Couldn't be that hard to get out. 
That seems pretty hard. I guess. Otherwise, why would they have so many prisoners? That's true. So, Ren and uh, Monkey Bird, whose name I forgot, thank you, uh, get out. uh, They start wandering around inside. And at first I thought there was like an animation error because they're colored wrong. They are mostly orange, but then it turns out Orca paste is orange. Don't yeah, they got it. covered in it and couldn't swim good in the end of the last episode. Yeah, that's why Niddler couldn't fly. Yeah. I thought it was the bandage on his wing, but he seems to be fine now. He got better. He ate the worker paste and got all better. Yeah. So Niddler was... Did he say he was a prisoner here? Yeah, he was a slave to Block. Slave. Slave is accurate, right. But he didn't... I don't know. He, he got sent out on missions. Like, you could have just not gone back. Yeah. You have wings, dude. <laughs> Never fucking catch you. Like, a, on a planet that's all water, he who has wings is king. Yeah, it's not like they got a GPS chip in you. They don't, they don't even have televisions. <laughs> but uh, Niddler's trying to lead Ren around and show off and trying to impress him. It leads him to a door. And what's in that door? It's the bone closet! Which is a weird thing to have when your whole thing's made of bone. I guess it's the skull closet. Yeah. You can't turn a skull into a wall. You need a whole lot of them. Yeah, they, they, you got yeah, you, so you can brick it up. The only <laughs> other, the only other thing you can use a skull for is eating out of, I suppose. Yeah, or drinking. You can probably turn it into a bong if you really. You know, if you're that industrious, yeah, sure. Which you and I are not, but perhaps Bloth or someone on a ship is. True. Um, we just buy regular bongs like idiots. <laughs> I make mine out of apples, so I can have a nice treat after I'm smoking a doobie. <laughs> Try again. Try and make it sound more square. I'm trying. I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, last time I called it a marijuana cigarette, and uh, <laughs> but if I'm smoking it out of a bong, I wouldn't have it in cigarette form. Right. Well, you would, because you don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that much. joint into a bong. <laughs> no, no, you do I think mine's broken. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what you're doing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get all the shit out of that joint. It goes through the water. It filters the smoke and cools it a little. Sure. Right. And you inhale it. Then you have a good fucking time. And you exhale out a cloud, and apparently people are impressed by that on TikTok or whatever. Sky, yeah, you're really going to let everyone know how uh, lame we are if you keep talking. <laughs> yeah, fucking surprise, everyone. I'm going to go get a beer and fucking shotgun it, so at least I can be drunk for this, so people think I'm cool. <laughs> Do it, coward. Jake got drunk in the middle of Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I you. just went home. <laughs> The plan. Like done his own vomit. <laughs> I rolled you on your side at least. <laughs> so uh, Niddler's like, oh, bo- oh, bones. Um, this wasn't here before. They move stuff around, and then out of nowhere, uh, two crane game claws come down and clamp them around the arms, and lifts them up into cages. They're crane game uh, claws, but they're made of bones. Yeah, that's uh-huh. how you know they're evil. Yeah. Also, the crane game claws are like functional and not shitty, because they actually pick up stuff. Unlike the real world, where they they don't have the, the strength to pick up anything. Yeah, because you don't, they don't want you to win stuff. But they're pulled topside, and then there's like a weird zipline system where some guy who's like the prisoner master comes over with hooks, and he's dragging these uh, cages around. Also, the cages cast a peculiar shadow, so you can't see who's in them. Yeah, I don't know if that's a feature or a bug, but it's, it very effectively conceals the identity of, of yeah. our heroes here. Of the guy that Bloth is looking for. He's right, <laughs> right. there. Uh, the guy who's uh, got the hooks and he's like the, the prisoner warden, I guess. Uh, he's just the zipline uh, <laughs> guy. He's in charge of ziplines. He also does not recognize Rin 
Ren or uh, Nidler here, but I guess they are just coated in shadow and also uh, orca paste. I mean, I kind of get not recognizing Ren. Like he was on the ship for like thirty seconds once, and then he got tossed into a yeah. hole. And I get not recognizing Nidler because all monkey birds look the same to them. Sure. Yeah, and I, you're right. They are just, orange. <laughs> it does feel weird that the bad guys don't recognize the the main character, the guy they're trying to eat. Right. But whatever. He he brings them along, and uh, Bluff, Bluff, yes, yes, is talking to the guy who has a name probably, but he looks like Jafar, sorta. I don't remember what he looks he's like actually Meth called. Jafar. Yeah, Meth Jafar, who's apparently Meth Jafar teaches the crew, Dagron crew, the crew to ride the Dagrons, which are again are basically just dragons, not that big. They're like. They're a little smaller than the bird in Raiders or Raiders of the Lost Ark is not it. The uh, rescuers done under. Sky, that bird is just a regular sized bird. That's a golden eagle. They're, they don't get that big. What? What? Well, it looks big because you're seeing it from a mouse's point of view. Right, and also a little boy rides it, but golden <laughs> eagles don't get that big. Well, that one does. It's Australia. Everything <laughs> there gets that big. I don't think that's true. Also, I thought you were talking about the albatross, not that bird. Oh. Not the golden the eagle? Whose eggs they're trying to eat. Susanna is that lizard who's trying to eat those eggs, I believe. I, I, it's been a minute. Well, I'm pretty sure it's Susanna. Sure. She's a weird lizard and she wants to eat the eggs. Yeah. Egg eating lizards. Yeah. They had them in Land Before Time, they got them in Rescuers Down Under. I know very little about Rescuers, though. I, don't, I think I've seen that like once scarier it is it's the 70s that's right and they throw a little girl down a well and demand she find a diamond or something which was in a skull memory serves i have no idea i didn't care for that one but we had rescuers down under on the video cassette it well it came out in our lifetime so that was probably something we saw in the theater and then our parents were like this is new the children like this there's a fucking friendly kangaroo rat named jake and uh, the kid had a pocket knife, so I identified with him. Yeah. And then our parents were like, our children will relate to Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> and was it... Button mouse form? Yeah. And is it... It's not Bob Hope. Who's the, who's the guy? Who's the guy mouse? He's someone. I don't know, some schlubby guy. In the 70s, he was probably a, uh, you know, a very famous... I can't talk anti-type rescuers. You talk for a second. He was a very mumbly Bob fellow. Newhart. That's it. That's it, yeah. He, uh, I also confused him with Bob Hope when he was on um, ER the other day. He killed himself. <laughs> oh, got to watch fucking Bob Newhart shoot himself in the face with a gun. How about that? Because he was going blind and he was sad about it. Oh, well. That show's drama, man. I'll tell you what. Sounds like it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so the new guys suck at riding Dagrons. It seems hard to ride a Dagron. Dagrons don't seem to want to be ridden. Yeah, you can't tame a Dagron, Hart. <laughs> Yep, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what that pillow over there says. <laughs> and Bloth is disappointed in uh, Meth Jafar's teaching skills. Meth Jafar also has, like, the head shape of Joe Camel. Was he <laughs> the one who was Joe Camel in the first episode? Maybe, I don't know. Okay. Uh, what do you, I, you called him Joe Camel something weird also. I called him like, Joe the Camel. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> you idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't you know your cigarette mascots? Didn't you have a weird uncle who was way too into getting the camel points? <laughs> and he, so he had all the fucking camel shit? I believe my family was a Marlboro. Oh, okay. Mar- Mar- Marble? 
So you probably you probably had an aunt that had a cool like uh, members only jacket that smelled (laughs) like cigarette smoke, but said Marlboro on it. Uh, Literally everything they had smelled like cigarettes. (laughs) I have a very distinct memory of a uh, Joe the Camel uh, beer koozie that was now who says Joe the Camel? It's me now because it's stupid and I love it. He is a camel. He's he's not the camel though. Name another camel. (laughs) Fuck. Never mind. He's the most famous camel? Yeah, I can you... He's been dead for like 15 years. Yeah, but name another camel. I think you can't. Time, I think it's time for us to create a, a lovable, uh, non-smoking cartoon camel. If you look at the Gulf of Mexico, it kind of looks like his profile. I don't. I don't look at the Gulf of Mexico. Why are you looking at the Gulf of Mexico? It's something I noticed when I was in like fourth grade and... <laughs> I don't know if a note got sent home to my parents or something, but like... This guy's talking about Joe the Camel a lot, and we're not sure who that is. Yeah, some other kids were like, Chester Cheetah looks like that too. I was like, hmm, that looks like a smoker's mascot to me. (laughs) Do you ever think about the fact that we've known Chester Cheetah longer than we've known each other? Do you ever think about that, Sky? No, it's not really something I thought about. Oh, okay, then never mind. Anyway, uh, there's a guy in a cage... On the outside of the ship, like, right by the waterline. I don't know what his fucking job is, but I guess he's, like, scrying on weather patterns. Yeah, and Bloth screams at him about the clouds. Yeah. Or, and how he needs a cloudless day tomorrow, too. I, I mean, presumably he always wants a cloudless day, and I don't yeah. know how that man could constantly promise that. He couldn't. That's probably why he's in a cage that can be submerged at any moment's notice. I guess that's true. So, uh, Meth Jafar starts talking to Bloth about whatever. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. Meth Jafar has some pretty great eyeliner, though. At that point, Prison Warden guy brings over the cages, and he's like, Hey, we found some new people. Do you want to stab them or something with these hooks? And Meth Jafar says, You shouldn't interrupt us while we're talking. And Bloth's like, Nah, it's fine. The last guy who interrupted me lost his head. And then he pulls out a sea urchin and squeezes it. I'm, I went a little faster than the, than the show did. But. We always say that, and uh, no one would know if we just were quiet, and then you edited it out. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, okay. You should start listening to the show. I can't. Uh, there's, there's no time. I gotta learn it more important. <laughs> I gotta sit through it once right now, and then, what am I gonna listen to it again? And then I, I realize you say you, you've edited out all the funny things that I said, <laughs> or all the times I insult you. <laughs> no, they'll stay in. <laughs> Builds, uh, builds my brand so I can get more sympathy. So Your when I finally when I, when I finally launch that Patreon that I'm not going to tell you about, everybody <laughs> like, you know what? He, he needs it. He does need this. He needs a win. He needs five bucks. <laughs> he needs my five dollars once a month. It's a good deal. Um, so, but Then you gotta register us as an LLC so we can pay taxes. <laughs> so you'll need my damn signature. Nah. I'll take you to court. Over five dollars. Uh-huh. Over two fifty a month. Look, if we could get fourteen ninety nine a month, I'd be happy. Because that's that would cover the cost of the website I use. So, uh, Hook Guy brings the zipline uh, cages over because he got the point, and uh, he's just like, you know what? They don't want to bother with you right now. And then he just dumps them into the the prison hole. Yeah, they got a prison hole, which is different from the constrictor hole, and very deep. Yes, it seems to deposit them. At the exact spot where they were picked up, except there's no door. How could you possibly tell? It's all the same. Exactly, which makes it look like the exact same. At some point, either Methjafar or uh, Loth noticed that there was orca paste, and then uh, Zazu is not what it's called. I don't 
um, Nidler. It's like, it's, I should wear this more often. <laughs> it's a different bird. It's a different bird. It's Mr. Bean bird. <laughs> yes. It's John Oliver. Mr. Bean. Same thing. Love John Oliver, but he's no Zazu. He's no Mr. <laughs> Bean. Was that Rowan Atkins who did the yeah. original voice? So. Yeah. I Are you impressed Mr. that Bean. I knew who Mr. Bean was? Yes. Honestly, I would not have known because I don't recall seeing Mr. Bean talk ever. He doesn't. Yeah. He says he Bean. Says, he says, hmm. He says uh, a few things now and then, but it's in a silly voice. It's not his real voice. Mm-hmm. And it's only like one word, like, mm-hmm. like that. You would you would not like Mr. I, Bean I know. at all. You had me watch it once, <laughs> and he went to a doctor's office, and he said his name. <laughs> Something like that. That's what he says. He says <laughs> yes, thank you. It's a very funny, guy. Is it? I don't know. There's only 15 of them. You don't have to be that <laughs> upset. I'm not upset. You're more upset than I am. Yeah, because you're not like Mr. Bean because you're a fucking coward. What? I don't know. Maybe I have the, the strength of will to go against the grain, Jake, and not follow the crowd. <laughs> that crowd that's always talking about Mr. Bean. Yeah. You talk about Mr. Bean more than anyone else in my life. <laughs> I'm always thinking... You want to know the two things I'm always thinking about, Sky? Always thinking about Mr. Bean and Austin Powers. (laughs) Wasn't expecting the second one. I realize how often I think about Austin Powers the other day. I don't know why. Are you just, like, thinking about dynamics in the world, or are you just remembering bits Just remembering that he exists. That was a thing that was, like, so important in my life at one point. I remember at Toys R Us, they had watches that were, like, digital representations of his face and you could push a button and it would yell quotes at you from the movie. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I want one. Yeah. It probably says, yeah, baby. Pro- at one point, it was that whole deal when he's taking pictures of the plans in the first movie where he's oh, talking. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. No, no, at the end. It's not even it that, that funny. There's, like, if you took, like, the best parts of it and edited all three of them together, you maybe get an hour of, like, really actually funny things. But the fact that there are three of them, and it was so important to me, because I was 12. Sure. It's ridiculous. And they're taking them off of uh, off of Netflix. Ugh. So when, What's even the point? I don't know. I, I'm not going to watch them, but i like to know that I could. But don't you have them on DVD? No! I was at the store the other day, and they didn't have like a, a Blu-ray with all three of them on there like I wanted. <laughs> I checked the internet. Yeah. But I was at a store. So, like, a weird snake pops out of a grate. <laughs> well, I guess this isn't the guy who chases him later, is it? Nah, this one's got eyes. This one's like a baby one of those. Yeah, its eyes do come out on stalks, though, like a, a weird yeah. snail. Because they keep talking about a constrictor, which is like a big snake. Yeah, it was like you know? a dune worm with yeah. many tongues that were, like, smaller versions of what it looks like. Yeah, like a, like a dune worm alien monster yeah. combo. Yeah, this one's got a face. Uh, but it doesn't get them. And then they notice that there's a fight pit. Like, they didn't hear anybody. Even though there's a huge crowd and a fire, they didn't notice or hear anybody for the longest time. Uh, and then they see some older lady fighting a mutant kitty cat man or something. Yes. Uh, and Ren's like, I won't suffer this. I won't let this man bite this lady. And Nibbler's like, yeah, here's the thing. They'll fucking kill you. And there's like yeah. 30 of them. Um, but Ren's like, nuts to that, and he goes over to help anyway, and he gets scolded by a lady with a sword, a teeny tiny cocktail sword through her nose. And a hairdo, so there's a salon down here? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the older lady is the cleanest person 
in in the group, so there's got to be some way Possibly to... Possibly the cleanest person in the whole show. That could be. I Tula looks like she keeps stuff pretty tight and clean. Ayaz looks like he smells real bad. Yeah, Ayaz has never bathed no. since becoming an, a pirate. He has not taken a single shower. His genitals are always wet and stinky. <laughs> Men don't go between the cheeks. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those? Probably. It's gay to wash your butt. It's gay to wipe your butt. Yeah. Nothing touches my butt. I can't conceive how you would think it's gay to touch a piece of your own body. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, do, you, that's a thing. do you jerk off? Because that's super gay. You're giving a hand job to a guy. Yeah, no matter how handsome you are. It's still... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> the, but, I mean, the internet has really ruined us like, <laughs> in, in general, but now we know things like that about other people. Yeah, things that I could have reached the end of my life never knowing, and now I have to know forever. <laughs> yeah, you it's get to worst. know. No, I have to know, because I won't forget it for some reason. It'll be a constant thing that pops up in my brain. Every time you wipe your ass, you're like, <laughs> someone out there thinks this is hella gay. Yep. Someone out there just smells like shit all the time. <laughs> and they're cool with it. And they're cool with getting shit all over their clothes. <laughs> and probably that's, their sheets. That's how I wipe my ass, is I just run, do one of these numbers. Just do a dog and sit on the carpet and drag your asshole yeah. across it? That's not weird or gay. <laughs> Alright, man. Dog's the gayest person I know. Really wish really wish I didn't know you existed. But the old lady throws the kitty cat man off of the stage <laughs> that they're on. I guess he's fighting her for control or like even, the leadership position. Does she even throw him off or does she just step out of the way and he slams his face into the floor? I think she guides him a little. Oh, okay. But he goes face first into a pile of bones and he finds a sword in there. Um... And Ren's like, oh, fuck balls, he's got a sword. I mean, it makes sense that there's just a sword hidden down here, on account of, like, they didn't search these prisoners they found, they just dumped them down here. Yeah. It's weird that whoever had that originally wouldn't just keep it on them. Well, maybe they got eaten, like we said, we don't know what the dynamic is down here. Well, even then, like, wh why wouldn't whoever killed and ate him take the sword? That'll make it easier for you to kill and eat other people. Yeah, I guess that's true, I don't know. Because this dude knew exactly where it was. Like, he dug through the bones to find it. Maybe so maybe he, he buries it to make himself not a target? Or, yeah, or he buries it so in case he needs to fight this lady. Oh, it was premeditated for this fight? Yeah. Okay. Luckily he got... He just wants her earrings. So swung face for... One way or the other. <laughs> wants her melon earrings? Yeah. <laughs> they really look like 90s melon earrings. Yeah, they're like a, a crescent, and they're, they're either oranges or melons yeah, or something. Orange slices. That's right. Look like I'm going to eat them at a soccer game. <laughs> so This guy laughed because I've never eaten an orange and I'm not going to. I've seen you eat, like, mandarin oranges. <laughs> it's because they're in syrup. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've chastised you for not eating fresh fruit many times. I've eaten an orange once because remember you taught me how to open an orange. <laughs> and I didn't care for it. You might have just had a bad orange. Uh, well, I also had a sour taste in my mouth because I had to work for 15 minutes before I got to eat it. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> sucks it's not it's too much work for a fruit that's not that good you can just cut it you don't have to peel it you can cut it ah. then eat it soccer style but whatever no i just need an apple i can just chomp into that like i had to teach you how to pick apples too because you went to the red delicious there was like, well, before the I most anything. disappointing of apples when you don't know there are other apples a red delicious is good and now that i've moved <laughs> on why would you ever eat a red delicious apple yeah that's the one you draw yeah. <laughs> when you eat Yes. They're bland and flavorless and sometimes mushy. Yeah. Don't worry, I bought apples today and they're gala. Good. 
I like a I, I like a pink lady. Oh, apple. don't think I don't think about you every time that I almost buy the pink ladies, but they're so small. I want <laughs> they are juicy. They're very good though. I I fluctuate between Gala and Fuji. Those are the two that Katie and I like. So That's I try good. to alternate. If I'm feeling fancy, I'll get a honey crisp. Oh yeah, but you gotta they're stupid expensive. Yeah, you gotta something really, that literally grows on trees. Yeah. You gotta be feeling flush with cash to get a right. fucking honey bag of honey crisps. They're like twice the price of regular. No, it's dumb. You're good, but you're not that good. Yeah, give me a golden delicious. I'll just buy an apple pie if I'm gonna <laughs> spend that much. <laughs> That's right. So Ren slides his broken sword to her, and she's like, "I don't need your fucking sword," and kicks it away. Get, get out of here, numb nuts. She kicks it into the wall, and it sticks there and wiggles. And so then, conceivably, the end of that is sharpened. I mean, at least the point. It has a point. So it it could have stuck in there. Not nearly at the depth that it was kicked in, but uh, the guy with the, the knife comes running at her and she does the exact same move and just does a judo toss and he goes flying off in a different direction. And I guess the fight's over now because so everybody cheers. And then uh, Cocktail Sword knows, looks at Ren and she's like, ah, if you want to fight her, now's your chance. Or maybe that was the first interaction they had and now she's like, that's why she's leader. Yeah, was, I think that's what it was. One or either. Uh, and then the Ren's like, hey, I'm glad you did that. Can you teach me how to throw dudes? And then she twists his arm and is like, you're an asshole. Where'd you get this sword? She recognizes it as Primus's sword. Yeah. And that was his dad. Right. Look at us learning all these names. <laughs> so the, There's so many names. Learning the fucking lore of uh, whatever the show is called, Pirates of Darkwater. Look, there is a lot to learn. And if we don't, we will be lost. It's so hard to IMDb the show. Not so hard, but it, it sucks because you got to type the whole title in because <laughs> uh, Pirates of brings up a lot of things. Yeah, they probably want to talk to you about the Caribbean That's Absolutely. You type in Pirates and it's like, oh, you want Johnny Depp. I don't. No, I don't. I want the never mentioned 1991 cartoon Pirates <laughs> of Darkwater, please. That's right. I want to know about that broken sword. So um, the lady... Did she get a name? Uh, that I'm not sure, but we do know she she is voiced by Jessica Walter. I'm just going to call her Miss Walter then. Yes. Miss or Fran from the Dinosaurs. That's <laughs> what I'm going to call her. Just okay. to confuse things. Fran Walters. <laughs> she uh, leads Ren away from the group, uh, from the fighting ring. She wants to talk to him privately. And for some reason, she takes down a, a cloth once they get to her home? Her quarters? Don't know. And there's a, a shittily carved octopus. Or, uh, what's a quadrupus? Oh, it's got five. Five. It's a, a decapus? pentapus. Pentap- I don't know. Deck is ten. I don't, why, why would I need to know any of that? For this exact situation? Son of a bitch. You don't sound like an idiot? Well, it's too late for that. <laughs> People would tune out if I suddenly stopped sounding like an idiot. <laughs> That's fair. 700 episodes later, <laughs> they're like, oh, he really got his shit together. <laughs> we just passed 200. Episodes? Yeah. I forgot to mention it, and now it's too late. I do actually recall you posting that you didn't post the yeah. uh, Lost in Space episode for some reason. Yeah. I didn't get around to editing it, and then I kind of forgot that we had it. And then oh, I... well. When we are missing a week sometime, you can put that up. Yeah. It's probably fine. You'll just have to put a disclaimer at the front that's like, we recorded this in early 2021, <laughs> uh, when there was still a pandemic, so there's a lot of pandemic talk. Probably. We recorded this when Matt LeBlanc was still alive, so... <laughs> Is he doing okay? Yeah, he's fine, but okay. I don't know when you're going to post it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so there's a pentapus, and uh, what's-his-face? Ren recognizes it instantaneously. So 
did he know about Octopod before he went on this adventure? He, I think so. Okay. He must have at least knew it was a place and, and stuff. Okay. Because I... I thought that he didn't know anything about it at all until he saw the spectral image of Octopod. No, because I think he re- he recognized it as Octopod right away. Also, did she carve this here? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Or... It's a weird... It's non-symmetrical, which bothers me for the symbol of your of your city people well, or whatever. If she carved it, that would explain it too. Like it's she doesn't unoffic- have it's not official. Doesn't have tools. I will accept that. Yeah, but also maybe it's it was part of the city and they used that to build part of this ship. Like sure, it just been, I don't. Who knows? We don't know yet. I mean, the thing she carved it in is some sort of pillar, but it doesn't seem to be bone. So who the fuck knows? Or at least not any bones we know. There are a lot of weird monsters on this planet. <laughs> yeah. But just be drag Dagron or something. Sure. Maybe, or, yeah. It's got googly eyes. Sure. One eye's lower and bigger than the other. I don't... It's just... I don't... It's like, he you could have tried a little harder. I like symmetry in my stuff. <laughs> Man, it's way better on this next scene. Um, well, two different people uh, were responsible for the background mm-hmm. of this, apparently. But yeah, so, so Ren recognizes it immediately, and then he lowers his eyes, and the lady's like, why are you doing that? And he's like, it's Octopod's symbol, obviously, madam. And then she looks into his eyes, and she sees Primus. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. Primus came to save us. And Ren's like, nah, actually, that dude's dead. Yeah. The sea ate him. Which is kind of true, I guess. His body did dissolve in it, so. Yeah. And she's sad. As you'd be. If they were friends. If your BFF died. And. And it was dissolved by the sea. And in this flashback we get in a second, Primus was kind of hot when he was younger, so. Yeah. He has a good character design. He's got a nice beard. Strong jawline. Yeah. Cool sword. Yeah. I said hot, Sky. You didn't <laughs> have to break it down like that. Well, those are the features that I find hot. I know. Yeah, you love that bright yellow hair against that beautiful olive skin. Yeah, he's got a vaguely Wolverine haircut. He's yeah. got a Wolverine from X-Men Evolution haircut. Yes. Killer bangs, little flare in the back. Uh, we see him hand off his baby to that lady with the ape face who worked yes. at the... at the, the lighthouse. Thank you. The lighthouse lady. And they leave Octopod, the glittering city of Octopod. <laughs> Uh, on a fleet of boats, and... They're taking... Where are they going? They're going somewhere. They're trying to find the, the 13 oh, Treasures of Oh, they have the rule. first seven. Right. Or they found the first seven. Yeah, and they're finding the rest of them. They got that far. They got halfway done. And oh. the Jessica Walters lady is there with him. Right. She's got brown hair at first, though, and, uh, and a jaunty bun. There's also two other characters who look like they're going to come up in the show. Cause, <laughs> they don't. Well, not in this episode. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Who knows what the show uh, one of them looked like a lady who has wings or something, and I forget what the other guy was like. Probably had hands. I'd bet, yeah. Maybe, we'll see. But eventually the Maelstrom shows up, and everybody... Because it always does. Everybody gets their shit wrecked. But also the Maelstrom is, like, in a completely different cartoon style Yeah. than the rest of it. It's drawn like that fucking uh, snowman short <laughs> that David Bowie introduced. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I think it's called The Snowman. It is The Snowman. Katie fucking loves it, and we watch it every Christmas, and I am not a fan, because it's just a weird little boy hanging out and singing really high-pitched with a snowman. Are there words? I thought it was just an entire musical. Just like... I didn't know there were lyrics. Yeah, there's words. I don't remember them. Uh, Katie knows them. She's not here, so she can't come sing them for you, but... Bitch. Uh, we can put her on speakerphone. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's dark, drawn in that same like colored pencil style as the snowman, it's while the rest super of this weird. is like traditional Hanna Barbera, yeah, Johnny Quest style. It's bizarre. It looks like the whole ship is just vibrating. Yeah, and then it immediately like switches back to normal. Yeah, it's bizarre. But uh, Primus dead, dad. I guess his name is Primus, right? Yeah, he is a dad. <laughs> he sounds like a transformer. But Primus he, dad. He hands off the th- the seven treasures that he have has to seven different people, and then he gives the compass to the guy with the striped face from the uh, Godzilla episode. He sends them off. Apparently, Bluff did not notice these people escaping, which makes sense, I guess. All the other ships were destroyed, yeah. and they do ride off on, on dolphins with six eyes. Yeah, on silly dolphins. And then, I guess they just didn't have enough dolphins for everyone? <laughs> well, they were being a distraction. Primus and... Uh, Jessica, Jessica Walter, Jessica Walter get eaten up by the by the ship and imprisoned, and that kind of brings us to date on Primus and Jessica Walter because she ain't been anywhere else, and Primus is dead after so I guess a guy stopped walking away. Where he? Where was he? Primus? Yeah, I mean, was he here until he escaped? Yeah. Was was there an in between? Adventure. Well, in the first episode, there was a guy who's in charge of watching him every minute of oh, every yeah, day. Oh yeah, right. I remember now. Um. It was like four weeks ago, man. <laughs> I know. Maybe if you'd start listening to the episodes. <laughs> During the story, Nidler and uh, Ren wipe themselves of the orca paste. Ren is sad that his dad died and all this other stuff. And no, stuff. Well, I mean, he's, there's a lot crashing down around him. Right. And he's like, oh, now I'm just a prisoner in a boat where my dad almost probably should have died. Or at least started dying and then got to me dead. I guess he did find a little sailboat. Whatever. Uh, but apparently Jessica knows of a way to escape. And it, through the sewers. You'd think it'd be through the big gaping hole in the front of the ship where they came from. That's in, not out, Sky. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> she, she does lead them to a sewer grate made of bones. Because the ship has a sewer! Which I thought they were already in. Nope. But this is just... <laughs> this, is, this is the upper deck sewer. They need to go to the sewer sewer. So are they not just dumping their shit and piss into the ocean? That's what you'd think they do. I think that's what cruise ships do. Yeah, and I think that's even what like Viking ships would do. They had like a a seat where you just shit and it would just fall down into the sea, and sometimes it would hit like a weird wave and it would just like geyser water straight up that hole. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I mean, I, other ships were like. I guess I, modern ships probably do have some sort of sewer system. Not like this though. Or it's just another level. Yeah, full it's just of like shit water. An entire, <laughs> entire deck where all your shits go. It's literally the poop deck, which is Ayo. not what you think it is. Well, this is real what life. you think it is. Yeah, Wrench is like, yeah, all right, I'll go into the fucking sewer. And at that moment, the kitty cat man from the beginning of the the below deck stuff tattles to the the warden. He's the, got a silly Santa hat that's too small for the, him. First, of, okay, now a couple things. I also thought it looked like a Santa hat. So <laughs> Uh, but also he whispers through an anus. I don't know if you yeah a wall anus. I don't know if that's something that they <laughs> reclaimed because it question because like the the sewer that they're that Ren is about to go down is lined in wood and bones, and the walls seem to be made of rib cage and anus and, and buttholes. I have so many questions. There's about so the many day. questions about buttholes. <laughs> What's it for? <laughs> and then a different anus opens up. Yeah. But it rolls open like a Zelda door? Yeah. It doesn't squinch open like a bottle. Right. 
It's not a sphincter. It was a butthole that was mounted for the wall. And rolled away like the door of Jesus' tomb. I mean, I guess it's probably like a petrified butthole. <laughs> so it doesn't squinch anymore. It has to be rolled. Man, what, what animal has a calcified asshole? Well, it's not calcified when you're alive, but when you're We don't dead, know that. Well, I guess that's true. There are a lot of various monsters on this. That's right. The armored butthole. To be fair, that's where a lot of scavengers will start eating you is from the asshole. Yeah. So maybe it pays to have a... a maybe you're like a slow-moving... What, what is the the advantage of starting at the butthole? It's a, a, it's an opening. Oh, so, they don't, so you don't have to like tear into it? You yeah. Just use the just, already tear, torn open part? Right. The festering, gaping... <laughs> That's right. All right. Just ask any hyena or vulture. No, they, uh, those are very scary. Yeah, because they're gonna rip your asshole yeah. open. I got to look at it. Get into my butt. You always smell like death. So <laughs> That's because they don't wipe my ass. Is it gay if I wipe my butt? Is it gay if I let a vulture <laughs> eat me from my butthole out? If you get a rim job from a vulture, it's gay. <laughs> if it's killing you, it's not. <laughs> He died like he lived, being his butthole being eaten by a vulture. Anyway, so Ren jumps down the sewer. This is going to have to be our last episode. And, <laughs> I kind of agree. <laughs> and all of the, the guys chasing after him just give up immediately. I think they're all too fat to go down after him. I think they're scared because there's constrictors in there and shit water! Yeah, that could be also. But the guy who's dressed like a He-Man villain... The, the warden stumps over. They're all dressed like various human villains. You're not wrong. He stumps over to uh, Jessica and yells at her. And she's like, why don't you eat a whole bag of butts? And he just wanders off. Because uh, he's like, well, we had Ren. But now Slo- Bloth didn't know about it. And I'm not going to tell him about it. Yeah, which so. is a smart move on his part. Yeah. It's a guy who can read the room. That's the dog. It was the dog. And then Jessica's like, she addresses the, the rest of the prisoners. I forget what motivational thing she tells She's them. She's like, uh, gather the troops. We got something's going down. Yeah, I don't think they do anything for this they don't, episode. I, but this episode ends on quite the cliffhanger. It so. does. Spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry. So we jump back over to uh, Jaunty Town. Jaunty Town. Jaundiceville. I think it's Jaunty Town. I whatever. It doesn't matter. Where Bloth's ship is sailing in. Yes. It was either Bloth's. It's either the Maelstrom it's the or Maelstrom. it's a one of the scout ships, but. Jake says that is the maelstrom, and I'm I'm inclined to agree. I was there. I saw it. <laughs> and we get a shot of the city streets, and there's youths rolling dice for pennies. Open containers. It's it's just like uh, Louisiana. Um, You've never been to Louisiana. Scotty. I have to. When did you go to Louisiana? It was a family thing, but uh, I was there. So you weren't rolling dice in New pennies Orleans, and drinking. Nah. Uh, so in this pub or the bar that we go into, there's just like tendrils that you can suck. Alcoholic juice out of? It's like what the soup comes out of in that Mandalorian episode. I believe you, but I do not recall that. Oh, the baby eats some soup, and it comes out of a weird thing from the ceiling. It's gross. Yeah, this is way grosser than that one. It's just what Because it's just you. a frothy green. I don't know if it's like... Milk it out of those tendrils. It's, it's gross. There's a guy at the at the front uh, who's like the doorman, but turns out he's also the owner. He's got it's hard to describe his hair. His Imagine hair like, his hair looks like Trident's crown, but it's made of hair. <laughs> Imagine an X Games hat from the nineties. <laughs> it looks like a jester's cap, but it's his hair. Yeah, it's got five and, points. <laughs> it's got Lisa Simpson hair. He does. There you go. 
He also has a Chester A. Arthur and also a beard with rings in it. He seems to be uh, the only human in the establishment, I think. This guy uh, coming in seems to be a muskrat. Yeah, he's some kind of weasel man. And he's checking weapons at the door because he doesn't want shit to go sideways in his establishment. Which is smart. But he does take, like, a crossbow off of the weasel man and just chucks it over his head. And that's the best way to get shot in the back with a bolt. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen, but come on, man. How many times did it happen? He's got an armband, and I'm guessing that's where he got shot last time. You don't think that's in remembrance of a fallen comrade? Nah. He also has cuffs, but no sleeves, which I appreciate. (laughs) The best way to wear cuffs, yeah. Uh, So Conk and his simpleton uh, guys come up, and uh, this guy recognizes him. Uh, He takes their weapons, and Conk is annoyed that his goons just handed him over, no problem, when they were just being polite. They just want to get in there and eat. Yeah. Statue of Liberty guy recognizes Conk, and he just picks him up and then shakes him upside down until all of Conk's weapons fall out. And he's got, like, a cleaver and a big spike ball and, like, a gun. I don't, don't know where all that shit came from. Some brass knuckles were in that pile. Either brass knuckles or the hilt of a blade? A push blade or something? I don't know. It's irrelevant, but he's disarmed. Um, and then we see him holding up the compass and the treasure. Keep that in mind. The simpletons are just gnawing down on some food that probably was not theirs. They did not have enough time to order, but Conk orders them to protect him, and they get up, cross their arms, and sit in the same chair as him to keep him nice and cozy and safe and warm, like a mother hen. Yes. Outside, Ayaz wipes away some dirt from a window, because they knew exactly where to go for some reason, and he and Tula hatch a plan. Yeah, he's, he's busy telling Tula how shady this place is. He's familiar with it. He's been here before, and Tula does not like it here, but... He's also, at one point, he told her, Why don't you fuck off? I like this place. So Tula just walks in the front door and calls Conk out. Which is a bold stratagem. Don't forget, Conk keeps spitting on the floor. He does. Every time he addresses them, he will spit on the floor. It's very rude. And he's very uh, boisterous when he's holding one of the simpleton's hands. Yes. Because he's like, you're just a girl or whatever. I'm going to have these guys beat the shit out of you. Because that's worked so far. Sure enough. The simpletons try to grab her. She jumps out of the way and they fall over one another. Meanwhile, Ayaz is climbing underneath of the bar. Yeah, he's in the crawl space. I thought that maybe he was going to like stab up into the floor or like try and trip somebody or something. But really, he just doesn't do anything. Well, he's going to. He tries to, but it doesn't work out. Yeah, I guess he does bonk his head. So that is something. And at that exact moment where he bonks his head, we cut over to the uh, maelstrom where Nidler also bonked his head, and I thought that they might have been, like, soul-linked or something. And I was like, they didn't establish that at all. No, he just bonks his head, too. They just thought that'd be a good transition point. I think it's fun. You have a little fun in this show that is otherwise about people being murdered. (laughs) I found it confusing. Why aren't people being murdered? Why are people hitting their heads? That's what Sky said to me the first time I watched it. What are we watching? What are we doing? That's just kind of the theme of our show. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, they just wanted to show us uh, Nidler bonking his head. And we cut back to the pirate bar where Tula has lost her dagger somehow. It's probably buried in the chest of a man. I hope so. She jumps over to a table where there's just gold. I assume there was a card game or something, but there's just gold pieces on there. And she hucks it uh, like a bag of gold at the simpletons, which I assumed would incur the wrath of whoever that belonged to. Because so many people dogpiled to get that gold. I don't know, everyone here seems to be afraid of her. Maybe no one's ever seen a woman before. (laughs) 
They don't know what she's capable of. She might be on her period. What are those, what are those things on her chest? <laughs> she could be on her period. Don't touch her. We could go to hell. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. Legitimately, the Bible says that. I'm aware. So Conk unscrews his leg while Tula comes walking at him menacingly. He picks it up. I thought he was going to do something with the, the fan blade or something. Nope. Just going to fucking clubber the shit with it. That's the dog also. Yeah, he's Whoa. mad at something. He's, he's probably telling someone outside something. You gotta be loud or they won't hear you. But he went from rolling around on the floor near us to yelling at the window without actually seeing anything. Yeah, well, he's my simpleton. He is Hold simple. On. I'm gonna yell at him. Hey, we're doing a thing down here. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> here he comes. Yay! Hi, Otis he's the dog. He's like, there's a guy. He's gonna murder. <laughs> You're not gun. listening. You're a gun. You two guns. <laughs> he taped four guns together, man. He had a sack to steal all of our jewels. <laughs> that's a dollar sign on it, though. It's weird. <laughs> so, uh, while they... While Conk is about to swing his leg at uh, Tula, two arrows hit the table next to them, and it's the guy from the front gate, from the front door. He's got... Two crossbows in either hand. He's like, you bitches gotta stop this or take it outside. I don't want it in my house. At that point, Ayaz starts pushing up on some floorboards and complaining that they're not loose, loose anymore. Yeah. Did you choke on the word loose? I couldn't find the <laughs> word, and then I did choke a little. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, I fucking nailed them down after the last time you loosened them, you ass. He says he snuck out without paying. Through the floor in the middle of the goddamn room, it seems. Very sneaky. But uh, Conk takes this opportunity to mount one of the, the guys and they run out the door that's not being watched because the only guy whose security uh, left his post. So, uh, red-haired Statue of Liberty man pulls up the boards and then he pulls Ayaz out and then they yell at each other and Tula's like, what's going on? And they each say, he owes me money. So you got a real Han and Landau if you each owe each other money then it feels like there's probably a point where you can just call it a draw or whatever so. um I think this dog wants to go outside do you think so? do you go outside? so uh yeah it, it, you were correct in your it is a very Lando and Han Solo situation because they pretended to be mad at each other and then they're not yeah but then Tula notices that the fucking guys are gone. She's like, God damn it, you assholes. <laughs> and she runs after them. Those guys are always always gone. And they're like, they they ran away with the things. So Ayaz and Tula start running out the door, but then Zuli just produces the compass and the... Zuli is the red The treasure. We yeah, figured it out. We did. But we saw Conk have them. He says that he took them off of him. Which we did not see, but, I mean, obviously it happened. He's got them. Well, we saw Conk with them at the table. Yeah. And during the melee, he snatched him up. Bam, success. They did the job. Well, they didn't do the job, but Zuli did. And then Zuli's like, you know what? I'm tired of watching goons suck milk out of tentacles. I'd like to go and do uh How could you ever get tired of such a sexy thing? <laughs> I want to go do some pirate shit. Ayaz is just like, yeah, sure. Great. Let's do that. So he puts a man in weirdly, like, compared to everyone else, modern clothes? Yes. He's got an infinity scarf. Or a turtleneck, I'm not sure which. I assumed it was the collar to this weird, like... Military jacket? Yeah, yeah. It's got, like, a marching band-style jacket. Yeah. With, like, that fold-over breast thing. And three buttons. He's like, you're in charge now! And the guy's like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, I, cool. I'm the bartender. There's a guy 
passed out drunk behind him, so he's doing a bad job already. Or a great job if that guy paid for those treats. I guess. There's probably not a lot of laws that are about public yeah. drunkenness. And John Taffer's not going to come in here and scream about people being too drunk. <laughs> probably not. Oh, Zuli... <laughs> Zuli's now Is part of the Has anyone written the sketch where John Taffer comes in and closes down the, the Star Wars cantina? I don't know. Ah, that sounds really funny. Re- remember that. Edit that us out so no one steals my idea. Sure. <laughs> that I'm not going to follow through with. Right. You're going to forget in 20 minutes. I know, i got to take Spurfy right away. <laughs> Tula is last, or following out uh, the guys. I found it. Good job. It was under me. And apparently there's nobody watching the armory because that was Zuli's job, and now he's gone AWOL. So there's just a room full of weapons that are being unmonitored, and Tula reaches in to pick up a gun. Um, The coolest gun. The best gun. We always say, all of this could be solved if you had a gun. And so she gets a gun. You want to describe it? Um... It's like a regular gun, but instead of the barrel, it has a glass bulb with a lizard in it. It's a Coke bottle. Yeah, it is a Coke, Coke bottle with a lizard in it. <laughs> it's got Liz from Magic School Bus in it. And uh, tied around the lizard's midsection, there's a little strap. The strap goes to a trigger. And you're probably wondering, what the fuck is this? Uh, and we'll, we'll find out. We'll get there. It's pretty funny. But she picks up this lizard gun and she tucks it in her belt. As one does, as she chases after the boys. So, we get to the Wraith, is the name of their ship? Yes. And Zuli brought a melon that has spikes on it, and they're drinking melon juice. They're toasting Ren. Right, because they think he's dead. Scared when I'm dead, don't toast melon juice. <laughs> I'll do what I want. All right, You're going to be dead, you're not going to care. Yeah. Well, you you might have to sprinkle some of me in that, because that's what my will says. You have to <laughs> eat all of my ashes. I know I've said it on this podcast before, yeah. I'm just reiterating... I don't know that you have a will. You don't know that I don't. I know. But I could go back and edit all of those out. Oh, you mean in this? Yeah. Yeah, but you can't edit my will. It's true. But I don't think you have one. You don't know. I don't. So I thought this was going to be a double cross where Zuli put knockout drops or whatever in the melon juice. Because the title's name is Betrayal. Yeah, we were waiting for who's betrayed by whom. But the three of them are like, yeah, we're going to do Ren's mission, and we're going to steal shit, I guess. And then, then... Tula pulls her lizard gun. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them is like, the fuck is that? Where'd you get that damn lizard? Who's that lizard? <laughs> so I thought maybe it was going to be like a fire gun. Me too. Because it's a tiny little dragon and it's going to shoot fire. But instead, she pulls the trigger. Trigger pulls a little belt around the tummy of the, dra- of the lizard, and the lizard belches out a stink cloud. It's a stink gun! And... It makes both of them pass out. It smells so bad that they fall down like idiots. And then Tula grabs the treasures and leaves. So, meanwhile, outside, there's a big commotion because the maelstrom pulled up. And I guess what happens is Bluff will go to a place and just abduct people to be his crew. Yeah. Which we find out later he abducts a lady to be a a Dagron rider. Yeah. So, understandably, a lot of folks are just running around. And then there's a, a guy with a mustache runs into Tula and she's like, what's happening? And he tells her what we just described. And the Maelstrom slowly pulls in and lowers their gangplank. Which is made of bones, just in case anyone was curious. Yeah. I mean, you probably assumed, and rightfully so, but whatever. So, we cut inside of the Maelstrom. Ren and uh, Nidler are wandering around the shit part of the sewers. Because it's just full of brown water. And also bugs. Little green bugs. Yeah, well, shit they're bugs. actually not that little. They're about the size of a hand. Yeah. And I assumed 
then Niddler is just going to mow down on them. But yeah, he's he really looks like he eats bugs. Yeah, but he is upset with it. He's more of a sandwich man. Everybody loves a sandwich. Um, at that moment, the constrictor constrict us. Constrictor, constrict. I don't know. I think they called it both. Constrictus sounds more like made up real world nonsense. Like, sure. But the Constrictus comes out of the water and they're like, ah, shit. <laughs> they run for it. After lowering what seems to be like an escape route, but they pull down a gate, but it it's able to like split itself into pieces and go through the, the gaps in the gate, which is also made of bones. You can just assume that if I'm talking about a thing, it's made of bones. Yeah, as long as we're in the maelstrom. We'll tell you if it's not made of bones. <laughs> That's right. So they get backed into a corner, I guess, and Ren pulls down a bone that he's going to use like a baseball bat to hit bugs at the the constrictor. I was wondering if you, I thought he was going to use it like a club because he does have a shitty sword and I thought he was going to use that to attack it. But instead he's just hitting bugs and the constrictor eats the bugs. Yeah, it's like, ooh, yums. It uh, delays it enough that they can make their way further down. I guess they weren't in a corner. He just needed a uh, distraction. And Nidler picks a bug off of himself because he he's very disdainful with it. And he if you're covered it. in shit like these two are and a bug is on you, that's the least of your worries. Yeah, there's all kinds of disease that will be festering in there. They make it to the grate where uh, Bluff is standing. And if they had any kind of ranged weapons, now would be the time to shoot him right in the dick. But they Unfortunately, don't. Unfortunately, the only gun we know of shoots stink. <laughs> We've seen do some crossbows. Yeah. It's pretty close to a gun. I guess that's true. You get crossbowed in the lena, you're you're done for. You're gonna need a minute to sit down. Yeah. Find your find your courage. Consider your life choices. I think if it's a strong enough crossbow, it shoots straight into your genitals, into your tummy, into your heart, into your brain. I mean, possibly. I but it'd be easier to shoot you in the lower jaw and go into your brain. Yeah, but you gotta get around Bloth's big fat tummy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But they overhear Bloth talking to his crew. A lady has uh, uh, boarded the ship. Possibly the hottest lady we've seen yet. She's very muscly, very blonde. She has an eye patch. I'm into it. She's 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 very pirate sexy. I, I am concerned with her smell. All of these people smell. Terrible. I mean, even the, even the cleanest one of them still stinks. <laughs> that is probably true. But if we were in this time, it would just be a thing we would be used to. So. Yeah. Um, but she has a uh, conk in a barrel, and she pours him out on the deck. We get to see a, a real gross shot of Bloth's feet, pointy toenails. Icky. I guess you can't wear real shoes if you have pointy toenails, so you gotta wear sandals. <laughs> I have to sand them down, but I only do it once a month. Yeah. The lady, who has a very nice bow in the back of her yeah. head. Yeah. Seems like a dapper lady. She just made the bad decision to board the ship, because now she can't leave. Um... She was expecting a reward, but because she's now a prisoner, Bloth doesn't have to pay her anything. Her reward is becoming a Dagron driver. She doesn't uh, seem to go well for people, so... No, seems like it's hard to do. So Bloth picks up Conk, and he's like, how'd it go? And Conk um, tells a tale about him killing, like, 20 of Bloth's most hated enemies or something. He also tells him that Ren is dead, which you and I know he is not. Meanwhile, Ren is... Uh, telling Nidler to be quiet and to hide. There's no way that Bloth spends any time looking down at anything. Well, he can't. This big fat tummy. <laughs> you have to lay down on the sewer grate. But I would, assume, it would, I would assume it'd be very much beneath him to even cast a gaze at the prisoners he has. And I bet it's just loud on this ship in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's definitely true. A lot of clanking and screaming and 
masturbating going on <laughs> this shit. Eventually, Bluff is like, yeah, I, I don't have the, uh, the the treasure and the compass. They were stolen from me by Ayaz and that horrible wench of a woman, Tula. Don't know why he focuses on insulting Tula more. Because she's a woman, Sky. Yeah, women are bad luck. Every sailor knows that. So Bluff's like, well, I'm going to throw you to the constrictors because you suck a whole bunch and I'm tired of hearing about it. But that's that's where Ren is. I think they're planning to make their escape because, as you recall, the constrictor pen is walled up with bones that are in the shape of a ladder. Yeah, and also you have a bird that could just fly out of there. Yup. You clean all the goo off of him. The, sh- the crew start making bets about how long it'll take him to be killed or something. I <laughs> <laughs> Yes? A garbage pail kid comes out. <laughs> a treasure ki- a treasure chest slave comes out. Yeah. They are chained to uh, a treasure chest that apparently their whole job is to slug it around. Well, it's the it's um, Meth Jafar's whole paycheck or whatever. Right. Because he doesn't typically bet, but I guess he likes his odds because while Conk did escape once before, the constrictor did bite off his foot. Um, so he likes his odds of not escaping this time around. No, I think he likes his odds of escaping. He says only two people have escaped that. Conk and, and Primus, I think. Ren. Ren. Yeah, sorry. Ren and... and, and you were Conk. close. Same bloodline. Yeah. Um, so I think he wants him to... I think he's betting that he will escape again. Oh, really? I was... I assumed that he was betting against it. I, I, I don't Because Conk is just a shitty little tubby man. But he got out once. With one leg. Well, he had both legs that time. Yeah. Maybe next this time we'll get a cool peg arm. Or a peg head. So he's about to get dropped down, at which point Tula walks up the gangplank and uh, tells Bluff that she has the treasures or some shit. And everyone's like, well, I'll be a son of a bitch. And that's where it ends. Yeah, she tosses Bluff the treasure, and Ren is like, fuck that bitch! And uh, the constrictor sneaks up behind him, and it looks like everything's just gone wrong. And that's where it ends. I was confused. Right. There was one more thing. Yes. But then I remembered it when it happened. Yeah, as I said the things out loud. Um, You're doing a great job. Thanks. So, Jake. What? What was the most terrific part? Wow, fuck. Couldn't have been all that stuff we talked about the butthole, right? <laughs> I like that Jessica Walter <laughs> was in this. That's true. It's always a pleasure to hear Jessica Walter. You always forget that she does other stuff other than uh, Archer? Archer and um, that other show. Arrested Development? Like, yeah. And Dinosaurs. Yeah. I always forget that she's in Dinosaurs, too, until you remember it. Because she's a big puppet in that one. <laughs> yeah. And when that was on, you didn't know who Jessica Walter was. That's right. I also doubt that she's in the suit. Probably not in the suit, right? She certainly is not in the suit. I mean, maybe once, just to see what it was like. I still doubt it. I, not on camera, but I bet she put the suit on. Well, at let least me, the head. She put, the put head that on. dinosaur suit on, please. I, <laughs> I would like you to take 45 minutes to put me in this dinosaur yeah. costume. And then an hour and a half to get me out of it. Also, why does it smell so bad? <laughs> because it absorbs sweat. <laughs> it's 40 pounds heavier at the end of the shooting. Yuck. I think that it was pretty turtle-rific that there is a very rich inner life in the maelstrom. Yeah. and There's and, and literal even, layers to the story. And Yeah, even a whole other deck underneath that whole life. I think it's... It probably just has like 15 decks going all the way down to yeah. the bottom of the ocean. It's, it's actually not a boat. It's just a car. It's on trying- wheels. It's a car that drives on the bottom of the ocean. Scooting around. <laughs> Who's the most likable or effective character? Well, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Jessica Walter again, her character, who we named Jessica. Right. Uh, she knew what she was doing. She seems like she's going to come back into play here. Yeah, she knows judo. It's pretty yeah. cool. 
She knows how to not get beat up at the beat up matches. <laughs> to be fair, it's pretty easy if the guy's whole attack method is running at you. Yes. It's pretty easy to just yeah. Toriador out of your way. <laughs> just step to the side. Go harmlessly into the wall. Harmless me for me. You you you're on your fourth concussion. <laughs> likable or effective. I'm gonna give it to I don't know the, if anyone's that likable. The little lizard and the gun. Uh the I little really, lizard and the gun is very likable. I really liked him. Yeah, he her. was good. Cool little lizard and gun. I don't I mean you gotta feed that gun. I assume so you just drop a few crickets in there and <laughs> he's happy to make stink spray for you. It's pretty rad. Uh made two grown men pass out because of a stink gun. Pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. Good job, little lizard. Uh, <laughs> what'd you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? Oh, well, Sky, let me tell you the things that I did for a pop culture palette cleanse. Uh, I watched all the things Ugh. that you normally watch uh, during the week. You know, uh, a Marvel What If, What We Do in the Shadows. I tried to watch it, but for whatever reason, Disney Plus doesn't agree with my TV and it takes a long time to load. So it spun for like 30 seconds. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Couldn't make it past 30 seconds. No, nah, it took too long, so I put on other things. Oh, yeah, well, um... You know, it. I think uh, this one was good, and I think it. Um, the ending is going to spin into something else because there's only two episodes left, so mm-hmm. they'll probably all connect. Uh, also, Star Wars Visions happened. Not for me. Yeah, I don't need uh, that fair. weird anime pacing where there's all that silence where no one's talking. Did you watch the rock concert one? Yeah, that's the best one. I was gonna say you probably like that. Let's uh, let's get your boyfriend in it. Justin Gordon Levitt is uh, is the boy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the one with, like, Mega Man? I watched all of them except the last one. Okay. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're all very, they look really nice. They're all, um, they're all fine. I, it, I think the anime is just not for me. Yeah. I don't need it. That's fair. Not I everything has to be for everyone. I don't need uh, all that fucking silence where people are just looking at each other for a second. Dramatic pauses, Uh Like I told Furby yesterday, I want my Star Wars to be the Phantom Menace and the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker, where it's just <laughs> dumb shit happening at a real fast rate. Give me the garbage as quickly as possible. That's what I'm looking for. But I'm sure you're going to masturbate to that rabbit, right? Oh, the hot rabbit girl? It's a weird choice. Or already have. I found the most upsetting thing uh, was in one of those episodes, I forget which, but there were horses with beaks instead of faces. You you said that, and I I must have missed that because I kept uh, looking at my phone. It's creepy. Unless it's in the last one. Don't care for it. It might be the last one. I honestly oh, yeah. don't remember. I, yeah, I haven't watched last one. Um, a lot of those, it's just, uh, it's just, oh, you can't be a Jedi until you have a lightsaber. Yeah, that seems to be the theme of a lot of them. I'm like, I think there's more to it than that. Yeah, anime. <laughs> well, a lot of them did just have Jedi or Sith. Yeah, who were just not part of anything anymore. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just for funsies. It's yeah, not, it's. I don't need to get wrapped up in the canon of it. Even though that's where I like to be. <laughs> uh, I that's also I don't remember anything else, but I did do visions. Oh, I have one more okay. uh, important thing. I started listening to the this Lord podcast? of the Rings, oh. the Lord of the Rings audiobook. Oh yeah, because I'm like I'm never gonna fucking read these. No, that's so much words. Ah uh, yeah, um, I'm only in the second chapter. I don't know very much about Lord of the Rings. I know like the base, you know. I know there's swords and hobbits. I know that Gollum used to be Schmeagol. Yep. Okay. And in the in the second half of that second chapter, fucking Gandalf gives you the rundown of of Schmeagol, 
and Gollum and the the, book, the cliff notes on the Hobbit. <laughs> and you find out Which that Schmiegel's, Schmiegel's friend was Deagle, and I think that's really funny that someone who people consider to be one of the great American writers, or maybe he's not American, <laughs> I don't know, greatest, more recent writers, I don't know, but he fucking named him Schmiegel and Deagle, and those are their friends. And, and, and that's funny to me. In The Hobbit, all the dwarves' names rhymed. Yeah, uh, I don't remember that, but I believe you. I don't remember any of their names, and I haven't read The Hobbit in fucking 20-something years. I did not care for it. I did not like it. I tried to reread it as an adult, because like, oh, I didn't like it because I was an idiot kid and didn't like being forced reading things. No, I didn't like it because it wasn't good. Right. I remember reading it for a book report, and then like I just couldn't focus towards the end because I was so done with the book. Yeah. And my answers to stuff got a little fuzzy because I think it should have been acceptable for us to be like, this fucking sucked. Yeah. And why it sucked. I read this and I did not like it. And here is why. Right. Instead of like, make sure to tell us why it's good. It's like, there's no reason that we have to like this. This isn't good. I don't know why it's popular. This is my report on the bad book. (laughs) Anyway. Like Ray Bradbury could suck it is all I'm saying. The first two hours of... of, uh, The Lord of the Rings audiobook has been enjoyable, and I like it. I just find it funny that, uh, you know, the characters... How many chapters in are you? Two. So each hour was a chapter? Yes. That's gonna be a long listen, Jake. Yep. It's it's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna listen to one a day at work for the next, uh, you know, two months. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe longer. Yikes. Yeah. It'll it'll, it'll keep me busy. It's what I'll do instead of listening to the show. (laughs) Sure. What uh, you got? Anything else, guys? Sorry, I, I train. Uh, it train derailed the train. Derailed. <laughs> I trained the running out of steam here. I gotta take a nap. Uh, I also watched Star Wars Visions. Um, I feel like what I was gonna. I was. I was gonna watch the new What If, but then my Disney Plus was being a shit. It's the same. I know. Service. I don't know why it stopped working, but I got <laughs> frustrated and quit. Um, but. I rather enjoyed it. I liked the one with, uh, was it like the ninth Jedi or something? Uh-huh. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I liked the little girl with the void saber. I thought that was rad. You mean the clear? The, yeah, the it didn't have a color. It's just like a little void. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah, I rather enjoyed it. I, I mean, they're all pretty good. I just did, it's not for me. It's just, yeah. I got my fucking fingers in a lot of other Star Wars things. So <laughs> I need to have this too. And I thought the Sith in the first one with the, the, <laughs> the lightsaber umbrella was silly. And yeah. We're getting more of that guy. The, um, we're getting the Ronin fella. We're getting a uh, novel based on the the hero and that with the droid with the hat. Which makes sense. More droids with hats, please. <laughs> There's only two. Who's the second? Uh, Buckets from Resistance. He has a helmet on. Mm. He just has like a like the uh, I don't know what you call it, like the stem that comes out, and then he wears a with the little eyes on it, and then he wears a helmet. <laughs> nice, because he's broken or whatever. I mean, that's an easier fix than actually doing it. Yeah, just slap a helmet on that bitch. <laughs> Although he can't dispense drinks out of his head like I do. What's even the point? I know. But yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I rather enjoyed the one that was clearly, like, the Jedi who with no arms was clearly Dr. Light from Mega Man. Yeah. Um, but it, the droid itself could have either been Mega Man or maybe Astro Boy. And yeah, I got Astro Boy vibes. Yeah, but just from the style, I was just the way he was. Designed. I was yeah. more excited about that one than it ended up being. I did because, I mean, I guess if you haven't watched these, spoiler alert. But he ends up just wanting to be a Jedi, and I thought it was gonna, I thought it was gonna be like a fun story about robots. 
Just what cool. I wanted more than more Jedi stuff. Planet to planet, fixing them? Yeah, I don't know. Just being a fucking droid on an adventure. Yeah. But I liked it. I don't know how yeah, I, I don't I don't know how sustainable those stories would be, but the cute little vignettes. Yeah. The the producer came out and was like and like right as it dropped, he was like, These aren't canon, just <laughs> and like even watching them like from episode to episode, you're like, Yeah, I don't know how you'd mesh these together. Yeah. Plus, there is a, a a very specifically Japanese theme to them that was not that is not present in the rest of the material. Yeah, I mean there are lots of Japanese st- stuff in Star Wars, but not so blatant. I'm sure there were other things, but I didn't write them down like I should have. You watched that movie with Christopher Lee in it? Oh yeah, The Howling Two. Your sister's a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> this guy sent me a weird picture of Christopher Lee wearing silly sunglasses and, I, <laughs> and no like, context. I don't know what this is about, but yes, sure. Yeah, I had watched uh, John Tron re- review it, and I wanted to see it for myself. Uh, and it's it's pretty dumb, pretty dumb and bad, but also real silly. And at one point, uh, there's a guy who uh, is listening to werewolves scream, and his eyes explode. It's um, it's bizarre. <laughs> a lot more, a lot more tits than I expected. Um, but he was... says as if that's a bad thing. <laughs> I knew there were some because JonTron mentioned it. I don't know what JonTron is. He's a YouTuber. Is this good? I like him. He's he does a lot of silly stuff. But yeah, it was it was a dumb bad movie. It was fun though. A lot of it didn't make sense. And Christopher Lee, you're like, oh man, he actually hunt Nazis and stuff. Why do we have him do this? He probably had a great time. He probably did. He doesn't seem to be that happy to be there, but he's he's delivering his lines in the way that only Christopher Lee can. He uh he wasn't like real old timey horror movies too. Yeah, he was Dracula. Yeah, and uh so he's probably he's probably upset that this is the state of horror movies in the eighties <laughs> or whenever that's from. Definitely the eighties. Yeah. That'll probably do it for this week. Uh thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to, you can rate and review um on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Yeah, uh, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And we'll see you guys next time. I did not pull up the next name of the episode. It's episode five, though. It is. And we'll be here doing it. Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, but you fucked it. Yeah, but I was going to edit it. <clears throat> yeah, but then I yelled something, so you can yeah. just leave it in. Yeah, I can. Now edit. you don't have to edit it. I can edit all of it, though. You could, but I now can. You don't have I have to. that power. Um, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. Stay frosty, everyone. <laughs>